welcome back to Just Being Silly. I'm Liz and this is episode 16. So this episode is late and it is late, late, okay? But I'm still planning on a Friday episode for this week. So that's gonna be what? The 21st, Friday the 21st. Yeah, uh, there will still be another episode this week. So just consider this like a like a midweek bonus. Um, but instead of it being a bonus, it is just simply the one that I owed you from last week. Since the last episode, there have been some things happening. Um, Life-wise, my life, went to Oklahoma for my mom's birthday last week on the 14th. So happy late birthday to Minister Mary. But the birthday vibes were slightly chaotic. Um, So my parents are basically having some work done on our house. Um, It's my childhood home. It's the house I've lived in since I was five I think and they have never had like renovation stuff done to the house like obviously your standard like replacing a roof after a bad hailstorm or things like that that stuff has always been taken care of but as far as like a cosmetic remodel my parents have never done that before so they have finally started to embark on their remodeling journey and it's already just such a It's such a shit show. I just, I don't know how anybody ever does this. Like, there is a statistic or a saying or something like that divorces happen during remodels. And while I don't believe that's my parents' situation, I can see how that happens. This shit is a headache and I will explain. So basically, my parents um got in touch with a company in Oklahoma and I'm not going to air them out yet because I'm hoping for the best but if it if it goes bad I will just I will air them the hell out but as of right now anonymous company right in the Oklahoma City metro um and they hired them to install brand new windows as well as um do some outside exterior work and so basically my dad has paid for Um, basically every wooden board on my parents' home, um, he has paid for that to be replaced. So most of the house is brick, but like there's some wood elements. So there's like the trim, the siding, the soffit, the, um, the gables, you know, the peaks at the top of the house that have wood on them, that kind of thing. So he paid for these people, obviously didn't pay all at once. You pay half up front and then half when it's done. Um, but he paid for this to be done. Every, basically every wooden board on the house to be replaced. And so quite a lot of money, if you can imagine. Um, but he's been saving for this, right? Like saving for this. They've been planning for this. They've never done this before. They've never lived in a house where they've remodeled. Like this is brand new to everybody involved, right? Both of my parents and myself never had this done before. So they hire these people. They seem like reputable, good people, lot of great reviews great work portfolio so they hire them to do this right so job was supposed to start on Monday so I don't even remember if Friday was the 14th what was last Monday the 10th so they come out on the 10th right and that is when they're supposed to start they don't show up until like noon so basically um if you're unfamiliar when you're doing contract work, especially outside and especially in the summertime, you typically come early, 
right? Because it's not as hot. So you come early and you work until it gets about too hot to work. And then and then you leave for the day and that's fine. So these people have been coming uh, Monday through Wednesday, essentially, um, and working about three hours a day. And so my parents are like, that's weird. Like they're coming, working about three hours, and they're also coming like at the hottest part of the day. Like between noon and like three area, they're like working. And it's, they're like, okay, this is, this doesn't seem right, but maybe they've got like a lot of other projects going on. They've got other things happening. Like, you know, they're trying to be graceful. Um, so Thursday rolls around and that's when I get to my parents house uh, because I'm staying the night and I'm going to celebrate my mom's birthday with her on Friday and leave Friday night. So I get there on Thursday and they are working on the house and you know so far so good you know it's mostly just boards right like there's no there's no paint up or anything like that it's mostly just boards Um, but you can tell they've only done in the grand scheme of things about 10% of the job so far. Um, which is odd considering they've now been there for about four days. Um, yeah, they've only completed about, if you've got four quarters of the house, right? You got the half, the, not the half, oh my God, the front, which is a quarter. You got the two sides, those are both quarters. And in the back, that's a quarter, right? I'm just simplifying this. This is not like official. But you would think that's about, okay, the front half of the house is about 25%. Well, they've got about half of that done. So, I'm going to give them 10 to 15% of of work is done. Um, or not even done. They've just, do, they've done the building part. There's no paint or anything. So it is kind of odd. You know, I go into my parents' house and I'm like, it is kind of weird, right? That they've been here for now four days and they've only done about 10%. Um, but, you know, like just maybe, maybe they work slower, but that means be, they're being more meticulous, you know, just give them a chance. And so my parents are pretty like, you know, they're a little anxious about it, but they're, for the most part, being very, like, yeah, you know, whatever they need, you know, it's supposed to take 14 days, so who knows, maybe this takes longer, that's why they're doing it first, you know, they're just giving them the benefit of the doubt, right? So then, oh my god, so that evening, uh, I go to the Holiday Inn, Midwest City, um, and you're wondering, Liz, why were you at the Holiday Inn in Midwest City? And I'll tell you right now. So they're con- <laughs> in their conference room, they hold Weight Watchers meetings. And one thing you need to know about my mother, Mary Williams, I got to quit saying her name on here. I got to quit saying her name on here. Um, <laughs> one thing about her is that she's a badass, okay? That's my mother, for starters, okay? That's my mom. She's, she's, um she's a badass. And so we went to this meeting and it was a big meeting for my mom because my mother has hit her goal weight. That's right. My mother has lost 108 pounds and has hit her goal weight and they were going to celebrate her at this meeting. So very exciting happening the evening right before her birthday. Very cool. Very fun. We loves it. Congratulations to my mother. So we're in this meeting, though, and my dad calls my mom, and obviously she doesn't answer it because we're in the middle of this meeting, and the meeting person is talking, and then he calls my phone, and I'm like, well, I can step out because I don't pay to be here anyway, so I don't even need to be in here. So I get up, and I leave, and I answer the phone, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And my dad says, they're painting the house black. Um, And if you were equipped with the knowledge I was equipped with beforehand, you would know that our color scheme 
is going to be like a off-white. It's called Olympic or Olympus or something. It's like an off-white, little bit slightly darker than like an eggshell, but not like not tan. It's not beige. It's it's off-white is the best answer I can give you. And then um, like a red, a, a dark reddish brown uh, wood like color. Okay, that's that's the color scheme. And then they were going to have black accents, you know, like the house number was going to be black and the porch light was going to be black and like the, the tiniest little bits of things were going to be black. So my dad calls me and he says, you know, I answer and he goes, they're painting the house black. I'll say that again. They're painting the house black. And I'm like, excuse me? What do you mean? They're painting the house black. And he said, they just sent me a text. And and they're painting what they've been working on black. Which is not what they've agreed on if you've, if you've uh, not been able to catch on to that so far. That's absolutely not the color it was supposed to be. So I'm basically like, why are they painting it, it black? And he goes, I don't know, but they texted me a picture of the house half painted black. And said something along the lines of, Mike, do you think, like, do you think, oh, oh my God, what was it? It was like, Mike, do you think that this would look better in black or something like that? Which is a totally okay, like, here's the thing. There are some people who would not even entertain uh, going back and forth with contractors, like, on what they want. Like, there are some people who would not go, they would be like, don't even ask me about that. I I said I wanted it purple. So you're going to paint it purple. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care if you think it'd look better tan, like paint it purple. I I, I paid you to paint it purple. You know what I mean? But my dad is very flexible, very lenient. Look, my dad is a blue collar man. He's worked in, you know, he's worked in HVAC. He's worked in plumbing. He's, He's done these jobs where he's like on the side of the person, you know, doing the service. And so he's very much like, willing to listen to somebody's opinion on this which is great that's awesome that's a great quality he has however these people did not just bring this up like hey mike like we were you know the guys and i were talking and we were building and um you know we thought maybe this would look good black like what do you think uh they didn't do that they started painting it black and then halfway through sent my dad a photo and said don't you think this would look good like, are you, and, and mind you, the woodworking is not even done, right? The, the 10, 15% of the project that they've completed thus far, like the rest of it's not done. And, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to really understand how, you know, you don't paint a house before it's built, right? Like you don't build a house halfway up and then paint it and then build the other half on top of it, right? Like you, that's not really how that works. You usually build everything you're going to build, do all of the woodworking you're going to do, and then you paint the entire project and that's how you complete the project, right? So we're not only like, where the fuck did you get that from, that idea to paint the house black? But now we're also like, the woodworking is not even done. So why are you even touching paint at this point? So basically my dad gets this text from them, them and he calls and he's like, stop, stop painting, stop painting. Like, no, that it, we, ne- we did not agree on black. I did not decide on black. No, stop painting. And so they stop painting. They pick up and they pack up and they leave. So we get home and, you know, half of my house is painted black. And I'm like, okay. Um, and we're kind of looking, you know, since they're gone, you're, we're able to get kind of close up and kind of see what's going on. 
And look, I'm going to say allegedly because I can't say for certain what is going on in people's minds. But allegedly, in my own opinion, this is not fact. The way it looks when we get up to it and we kind of look at what they're doing, it appears as though they are going to attempt to paint over existing boards. And if you can recall what I said a couple minutes ago, my father had paid for every, every piece of wood, every board on the house to be stripped and replaced. House was built in the 70s. Like, it, girly needs it, you know what I mean? Um... But yeah, it, it's starting to look like they were going to paint over existing boards in order to be done with the project. Because before they left, they also told my dad on the phone, like, we will be done tomorrow. And my dad was like, that is quite literally impossible considering not even half of the woodworking on this house has been done. How would you be done tomorrow? How would you be done tomorrow if you haven't done it like over half, if you haven't done 75% or more of the project, you haven't done that yet, how would you be done tomorrow? What do you mean? Literally that meme of Jennifer Lawrence, what do you mean? Like, how would it be done tomorrow? Um, so upon you know, them telling my dad that and then looking at kind of what they had painted and kind of what's going on and how nothing else had been touched. One can draw the conclusion, not not a fact, uh, an opinion of mine, that they were just going to paint over existing boards and, and call it good and collect the rest of the money and have done literally not even a fraction, not even a big enough fraction to count of the work that they had been contracted and paid half already to do so that's obviously frustrating right so I left on Friday evening and basically my dad has been in contact with the person who owns the company um and kind of working with them and they were you know at first very much on my dad's side like yeah you know if this is going to continue to be a problem like do not pay them do not give them any money until we come out and look at the project and you know make sure it is up to your you know standards and satisfaction and you know all of that good stuff well you know today it is Monday so it has now been officially one whole week since this project started and there are problems so far with what they've done so there are a lot of uh, crooked boards there are gaps in the boards, um, but really worst of all, there um, where they hung one of the boards or did whatever, uh, they were not super meticulous with their hammer strikes and they broke some of the brick on my parents' house. Yeah, they, they broke some of the brick on my parents' house, okay? And so my dad is trying to contact the woman he spoke with last week and is like, you know, hey, like, we really need to talk. I really need somebody out here to look at this. Like, I really, this is really not going well and now things are being kind of torn up. So I really need somebody to get out here. She is going ghost. She is not responding. Um, so obviously this is a project that should be complete by, I mean, if you really want to go by the books this upcoming Sunday. So we've got a whole week to see how the hell this is going to go down. But basically, um, 
I mean, we'll just see. We'll see how it goes. And if I need to air out some MFs on the pod, on the Just Being Silly podcast, I'll do it. I'll really do it. And I'll also write a Google review and a Yelp review and make a TikTok because I'm just mean like that. Like, I don't, um, I actually don't give a shit anymore because my parents, the stress that they are under right now, I feel so bad for them. Like, I feel so bad. Like, like I said, you know, my parents, if you know anything about me, you know, my parents, they're good people. They work hard. You know, we're not rich people. Like, you know, this is the first project like this they've ever done. They've saved up the money diligently in order to do this project. You know, it's something that they're, they were excited about and wanted to do and, you know, worked hard for. And just to see negligent um, people just kind of shit, piss, and fart all over their dreams is kind of um, really causing me to have um, really hateful thoughts. And so um, we're just going to have that figured out. And you know what? If they figure it out, I'll come back next week or this Friday, actually. There will be another episode because I mean it. Um, But we will have an update. And you know what? I really hope I can get on here and be like, I'm eating my hat. They've done a fantastic job. They fixed everything that's wrong. They fixed the brick, even though that's you know, wasn't part of the deal. They broke it, so they fixed it, you know, kind of thing. Like, five stars, like, you know, maybe four stars just for the trouble at the beginning, but they really excelled in the end. I really wish I can come here um, and say that to you on Friday. So please stay tuned for that because there will be an update. Other than that, I have um, been fully immersed in Friday Night Lights, the television series. Have you guys watched Friday Night Lights? It came out several years ago I'm gonna say damn near close to 20 and it is very much as if um what's a football show what's a football show you know any football show hard knocks maybe a football show mixed with like one tree hill it is drama it is drama central and I am here for it I binge watched 19 episodes over the course of like three days um and Kyle was working nights so that's why I did it because I was like well nobody's here I don't want to watch ahead on the shows we watch together or start a show that we have been planning to watch together so let me let me just start this whole other show that I know he won't be interested in right we'll fast forward we are fully watching it together now I'm re-watching we're on episode like 11 so I stopped on 18 or 19 so I know what's going on for the next few episodes but he was like, yeah, like, I'll, I'll try it. I'll see if I like it, whatever. He loves it. It's, we are, we are Friday Night Lights girlies in this house, in this home. We are Friday Night Lights girlies. And I love it. And I'm going to be so sad when it's over unless it's, you know, unless it gets shitty. Meanwhile, or not even meanwhile. What was the word? Side note, maybe? Um, we are only on the first season. Like, even when I was watching ahead, um, the furthest I got was season one, episode, like, 18 or 19, right? So, um, I don't know. If you've watched it before, no spoilers. No spoilers if you've watched it before. Um, but I'm curious to see if it continues to be good. I mean, it's got, like, five or six seasons. I can imagine, like, it had to have been good to be picked up that many times because I got to tell you, it is LB this first season and that means low budget it is low budget as hell so clearly had to have 
been decent for people to like it, right? So watching that, going to be really sad when that's over. And speaking of that, um, I made a TikTok. <laughs> I made a TikTok a couple days ago, okay? And there's a trend right now on TikTok that is very much like, it's a song, and I think it's quite literally the national anthem, but with no words. Um, is it still the national anthem with no words? I'm going to say yes. Anyway, it is like you do like two, maybe even three photos of yourself smiling, and then the last photo is you crying. And usually it is like two or three, whatever how many photos you have where you're smiling, you put like kind of something traumatic that happened to you, right? Like you, you put that on there, like you're smiling through that pain. But then the last one where you're crying, it is like something really not that serious, but it's usually pretty funny. So like I've seen some that are like, you know, when my parents got divorced, it's a smiling picture. Um, when my boyfriend broke up with me, smiling picture. And then the last one is like um, when they're out of Diet Coke at McDonald's and it's the crying picture. You know what I mean? Like it's like I, that's my breaking point kind of thing. So... So I made one and the first picture was me smiling and it said, oh God, what was it? I'm going to have to actually pull it up so I can not lie. It said me when I was five and a daycare worker locked me in a bathroom because I wouldn't say the Lord's prayer at lunch. And that's real. Actually, that really did happen to me. Uh, I was in fact like five years old and I was sitting at the lunch table at you know what? Fuck it. We ball. Nanny's daycare in Jones, Oklahoma. Um, I was sitting at that table and, you know, this was 20 years ago. Fuck. I guess it was 20 years ago. All right. Well, it was 20 years ago and that hurts. But so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say probably the same people who worked there then do not work there now. Um, and not everybody who worked there was a bad person. Um, but the woman who locked me in the bathroom, I'm going to go on a limb and say she was actually a really bad person. Um, but yeah, everybody, they made us pray before we had lunch. And I put my head down to nod in prayer, you know, when you put your head down. Um, but I just wasn't saying the words. And it's not a political statement or, you know, I wasn't protesting. It was very much I was five and uh, I just didn't feel like talking for some reason. You know how five-year-olds do things for literally no reason at all. Um, and this woman saw that I wasn't praying and she said, Liz, pray. And I was like, no, because I'm five, right? Um, and she grabbed me by my arm, pretty, pretty rough. Uh, and she took me to the back of the daycare where there was like the storage closet bathroom that like the employees used. And the light was out and uh, she threw me in there and shut the door and then said, you can't come out until you say the prayer. And so I'm banging on the door. This is trauma, by the way, right? Um, I'm banging on the door, screaming and crying. Um, please, please let me out. Finally, I say the, you know, Lord's Prayer. God is good. God is great. Like, that's not even the Lord's Prayer, I don't think. That's just a fucking dinner prayer or whatever. But I do that. And then she opens the door and says, see, it wasn't that hard. That's, that's fucking trauma, right? That is so traumatic that I thought I was in trouble and I didn't tell my parents that until I processed it in therapy when I was like 22 or something stupid. When I realized, when I said it in passing, my therapist said, whoa, whoa, what? What the fuck did you just say? And I told her the story and I went into detail. I'm like, yeah, you know, I was being an asshole and I didn't want to say the prayer. And she's like, no, no, no. 
<laughs> no, no, no. That is actually um abuse. You were you were abused at that at at that place. And I said, oh. And I told my parents about it, and of course they're upset. But it's like it happened so many years ago. I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, it's not like I told them then because you know they abused me, and then uh, I was scared because I thought I had done something wrong, and so I didn't want to tell my parents. Because I thought that I was in trouble, right? I mean, that's how abuse, that's how you abuse children, right? You make them think that it's their fault and then they don't tell their parents, right? God, that's dark. Well, anyway, that's, I would, one would consider that trauma, right? So that was the first one. The second one was like, the guy I liked in high school one day because I was fat or something. And then the last one was uh, me when Friday Night Lights ends. And it was me crying. Ha ha ha, so silly. Well, somebody actually commented on that. Um, they commented on that and said, we have really got to stop overusing the word trauma. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where was it overused? The part where I was locked in a dark bathroom when I was a five-year-old by a grown adult until I said a prayer. It wasn't even a Christian or Catholic school. It was just a regular ass small town daycare. I'm sorry. What part of that wasn't traumatic to you? Do you need to reread it? Do you need reading comprehension? Oh, that's so silly. Anyway, yeah, I have been watching Friday Night Lights and I do love it. Um, oh, they just actually replied. This is real time. Um, the person said we need to stop reusing, uh, not reusing. We need to stop overusing the word trauma. And I said, where did I reuse it? And she goes, a weird punishment at school isn't trauma. Are you slow? People are like, Oh, God. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, this is who we're dealing with. This is why, I mean, this is why the earth is, like, not going to exist for very much longer. Like, this is really it. I also always thought that people who lived their life online, you know, people who had, like, YouTube or TikTok or whatever, um, I always thought they were, like, being ungrateful when people were, like, you know rude to them and they like would freak out I get it now you have people that genuinely don't have their frontal lobe formed completely uh whether they're not old enough or it just didn't connect um and then they say dumb shit like that uh, being locked in a closet is a weird punishment for a five-year-old it's not trauma it's a weird punishment are you stupid genuinely oh my god um, I shouldn't have checked that now because now I'm pissed. But I can understand now, like, why people who live their life online. I'm not saying I live mine online. I really do not. Um, but I can see why people who do that get so mad. Like, th this is all tracking. Like, I'm literally learning a life lesson right now. Like, oh, I get why, like, uh, Ken, what's her name, Yurich, that blonde girl on TikTok. I understand now why she like gets pissed off and like goes ghost for like a week or so because like people say dumb stuff like this and then they think that that's like a normal thing to say to somebody. Oh, that's that's silly and goofy. Anyway, why did that make me? I literally had to take a step back. <laughs> and people, look, I I couldn't I don't know. People God bless. I mean, I really don't know. I really don't know. Um, but anyway, I guess speaking of TikTok, um, so I made a TikTok. Can you believe it? I made another one. I made a TikTok talking about the Tana Mojo and Ashley drama. I'm not going to rehash it on here, but um, there was some drama between them. And so I made a video about it and, you know, generally well received. But I am getting some comments and they're not like being mean, but they're like, 
You have crispy R's. Like, I have crispy R's. And I must know what exactly that means, because I'll tell you the truth. Um, the crispy R dialogue is coming from Trixie and Katya's podcast. And I, like, can hear it, but I also don't really get it. And I, like, don't hear it in myself when I talk, but I've gotten several comments like, yeah, you've, you've got the crispy R's girlfriend. So um, that's fun. I don't really know uh, what that is, but have we noticed it before? You and I. Anyway, I I've been watching some videos on it, and I hear it in other people's speech, but I just don't really hear it in my own. So, um, more to come on the on my crispy R's. So, moving along, we're gonna give this the old college try, okay? Um, this is the Q and A portion of the episode. So, if you remember from last week. I mentioned that uh, I was going to put a Google form in the show notes, which is not the show as a whole, like not just being Silly's page as a whole. It is um, like the specific episode. So for last week, episode 15, if you click on that episode specifically, it will give you like a show description. In the show description, it is going to have a Google form link that you can click on and submit questions anonymously, Okay. Um, don't give me the Ask FM treatment, though, please. I cannot handle, I cannot handle it. If you remember Ask FM, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but anything other than, anything other than hateful remarks, um, is, like, works, you know? Like, ask me a question. Ask me about me. Ask me about the show. Ask me about, like, something random. Um, the ones I picked for today are just like general question like literally just uh like getting to know you type questions or like kind of digging deeper um conversation starters I think is what people would call them so that's kind of the whole purpose um I am going to add that google form link into this show episode 16's uh show description as well so you know click on that send me a little question um maybe it'll get featured on another episode um and yeah I would I really want to give this a go because I think it would be, I don't know, interesting. I've kind of received some fun questions already. Um, also, another way you can access it is if you go to the Instagram at JustBeingSillyPod. There is a little link tree in the bio. And then from there, there is a button that says, you know, submit a Q&A question or whatever. So let's get into that. This first one I really liked because it had two in it. And so I kind of, you know, could kill two birds with one stone really and um you know it's two questions but it's one person's submission you know and then I can kind of stack I think I'm going to answer three total um you know I don't want to blow through x amount of questions in one episode and then nobody submits any for the next week and then I'm like I don't <laughs> I don't have anything to talk about so let's get into it the first part no Let's do another standalone question and then I'll do the two-parter next. So first question was, uh, if you had to permanently remove limes or lemons from your life, which one would you choose? And this one has really kept me up at night. I still actually don't have a set in stone answer. Um, but let's work it out together. You know, we've got limes that are good for margaritas, um, for chipotle cilantro lime rice. Um, what else? You know, just putting a little lime on something never hurt. It's pretty delicious. You know, put it in guacamole. Hello. 
Um, it mostly has thing. It mostly, you know, helps with like Tex-Mex, right? Like limes are really pertinent, and so um, as a Texan, Tex-Mex is a big part of my life, and so that's a really hard one to give up. But then you've got lemons, right? And lemons go in just about everything, at least in my home. I put lemon on chicken. I put it on veggies. I put it in chicken salad. I put it in, you know, I'm I'm putting, one thing about me is I'm going to put lemon in stuff. So that's really difficult. Um, but I'm going to have to go with, I would probably get rid of, oh God. I'm going to say lemon. Final answer, I'm going to get rid of lemon, but it wasn't an easy answer and it's going to haunt me and I really hope I never have to make that decision. So for the next set of questions, it's a two-parter. Um, they're not really related, but the person asked the question, like, I don't know, they said something like, oh, I was playing a game and like these were two questions in the game, so like thought they'd be good questions. And you know what? I agree that they are. So let's dive in. The first one is... Is liking thirst traps on Instagram a form of cheating? And if you know me, and if you know me personally, um, I've got a lot of thoughts on this because I'm going to tell you right now, it's not cheating, but it might as well be with how crazy disrespectful it is. Um, I personally have viewed several times men that I know, not my man, but men that I know, liking these photos right liking not even just instagram models that's the worst and i'll get into that in a second but let's talk about like people that we know so girls that we know in real life who are posting who are slaying they are slaying they're got their bikini on they're on the beach they're in cabo wabo they're looking like a billion dollars they look amazing but they're you know also like real life people that we all know like and then to see a man, why would a man be there? But to see a man who is not single, single men, I want you to like every single one of those thirst traps. I want to, single men, don't not don't follow like the Instagram girlies. But if there's a girl in your life that you think is bad and you like her and she posts a picture and y'all been talking and stuff and you think she likes you, she probably posted that so you would like it. So like it. But if you are a man... And obviously this goes for women too. I, I really shouldn't even have to say that. I'm not going to. If you are a man and you are liking a thirst trap of another woman and you are in a committed relationship to a different woman, that is wrong, okay? Not me having to teach you what's right and wrong. That is wrong. That's bad. That's not very nice. Um, but it's worse. Um, well, it's bad on both accounts. On one hand, if it's somebody that you know, Everybody else that you know, mutual friends, are going to see that you liked that photo. And you know what we think? Because I've seen a lot of this, actually. There are, I talk to my close-knit group of gorlies, um about this one guy. Um, and I'm not going to give any identifiable information. But there is a guy that we know that is dating a girl that we know. Um, and they have been dating for a very long time. And he likes... Every single photo that this one girl posts. And she is, you know, hot, smoking hot. 
um, and post mostly, you know, thirst trap type photos, which I'm all for. She looks great. I'm loving it. I love them. They are so beautiful. But this man is like one of the first to like them every time. And so everybody who sees this picture after he likes it sees, oh, this person that is in this relationship with this other person has been liking this girl. It looks grimy. Y'all, it looks bad. It doesn't look good. I don't care if you're friends. I don't care if it's, you know, oh, I've known her since. No. Are you not very bright? Clearly, because that is not, no, that's not good. That's bad. So let's talk about, on the other hand, if it's an Instagram model. Now you look stupid, right? Because you look horny and desperate when you're doing it to women that are, Instagram models are also real women, but you know what I mean. Women you know in your real life, right? These real women that you know in your real life, you're liking their thirst trap photos when you've got a girlfriend. It's like, oh, he's horny and desperate and ew, he looks terrible when he does that. When you're on Corinna Comp's fucking page, double hearting that shit within 15 minutes of her posting it, you look weird. I don't know how to better get the message across that that just, it doesn't even look, you know, horny and desperate. It looks like genuinely weird. Like what did, did you think like, uh, and, and bonus points, double it if they comment. Because do you think, do you really think that she is going to see that and be like, oh, he liked it. Are you serious? Why are you liking an Instagram model? Especially an Instagram model that you do not know at all. Um, who only posts thirst traps, who, you know, I, I can't stress enough, enough that you don't know this person, right? And then you're liking all of this stuff or commenting or doing whatever. Do you think that she is, like, gonna, like, DM you and, like, be interested? Like, genu genuinely, what's the thought process there? That's where I'm like, that looks weird. The other thing is, like, ugh, you know, this guy is, like, you know, it appears like he's shooting his shot or that he, you know, whatever. He knows this person and it's weird. An Instagram model with like a million followers that you've never met before is posting with her damn near her nipples out. God bless her. That's amazing. I love that for her. But she is posting that and you're like liking and commenting hard eyes. What do you, what do you believe is going to happen with that interaction? Any men listening who do that? You guys know, what, what do you think is going to happen? Comment down below. What do you think? They're, do you think they're going to say something? Do you think they're going to like your comment? Like, what do you think, what's happening there? So that's a, that's a um, illness that I think needs to be treated in a lot of men. So I will answer the question. I've only talked about it for five minutes. I will say that it is not cheating, but it is crazy disrespectful. And you cannot, you cannot be shocked if your girlfriend up and leaves you because she catches you doing it. You cannot be shocked, okay? Like, from what I know, from what my friend, like, I have friends that have had, like, the situation where, like, early in a relationship, a guy, they catch a guy doing that, and they have a conversation. They're like, look, I don't feel comfortable with you liking these photos of these women. It may mean nothing to you, but it means a lot to me, and then the other women who follow you see that, and it, it doesn't make me look good. And in most situations, the guy's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I didn't even realize, like, yeah, not gonna do it, and they don't do it anymore, right? 
But uh, I will say if your girlfriend has had that conversation with you and then you continue to do it and she catches you and then she leaves you, you really can't sit there and piss shit and fart down your leg and cry and be like, why are you leaving me? You know why. Okay. That's the end of that part of the question. Anyway, next question. <laughs> next, next question. Part two of this one is, does being rich make you more attractive? And the Andrew Tate lovers of the world might get me for this one. But I will say, hear me out completely. Yes, but with stipulations. Hold on. If you worked hard for your money, like a good, honest, and this is in my straight, you know, cisgendered white woman opinion. If you worked hard as a man, you went out and you worked hard for your money and you made it honestly and, you know, you worked hard, you did the right thing, you're a good person. I do think that's hot. I do. Like you went out and made your own money? Look at you. Providing, building a home, security. Okay, I like that. Uh, biologically speaking, I like that. That's amazing. Um, if it's daddy's money and you're just flaunting it because you have it and you've done nothing to earn it, I'm not, I'm going to say no, that doesn't make you more attractive. You can still be attractive. It just doesn't add to it, right? Because that's what we're talking about here. It's, does it make you more attractive? Not just attractive at baseline. Like you're not attractive, then you have money and you are. I'm just saying more than you already are. Okay. So yeah, if it's, if your family's money and you haven't done anything to work for it and you're just kind of flaunting it, that's another thing too. If you're like, yeah, you know. I work, but, like, my family is why I have all of this, you know, this money and whatever. But you're, like, not flaunting it. You're not being an asshole. That, that's unrelated. We're not talking about that. We're talking about people that will, you know, buy sports cars and flash money and, you know, watches and do all this shit. Go out and get bottle service and, you know, talk about having money, but it's their parents' money. Yeah, I'm going to go, go ahead and say, uh, no, that does not make you more attractive in my eyes um, at all. But if you, like I said, worked hard for it and came by it honestly, I'm going to say, yeah, there's something about that. And, you know, there's like this whole conversation about this right now with, like I said, these Andrew Tate, you know, women hating men that are like, you know, on one hand, men are supposed to be providers and, you know, men are supposed to lead the house and men are supposed to do this and that and women shouldn't do this because men are the leaders and men are the providers. Okay then provide. But they hate when you say, oh, they hate when you say that. They hate when they, because then, oh, then it's, uh, what do they say? They say shit like, uh, women will, you know, marry betas because like, you know, they have money and leave the alpha men, like the big, strong, handsome alpha men, you know, they're, they're, they're saying like shit, like they're fucking up evolution because like it's survival of the fittest but they're not marrying the fittest they're marrying the guy with the most money but then on the same in the same argument and breath they want to say men women you need to shut the fuck up because men are the providers men are the heads of the household men are this men are that but then when men are not acting like providers and heads of household then it's well I mean I'm still an alpha I'm still you know jacked I'm still you know getting 130 grams of protein I'm still you know and, and you just like that guy because he's got a lot of money what is it What's the truth? Because to me, the truth is a man, in, in these words, in the traditional speaking world, which uh, I'm not a traditional woman, uh, clearly, but uh, um, if we're going traditionally, right, and a man should provide, 
That means that a man should go out and work and provide for his household, right? I'm not saying that that's how it should be. Everybody is entitled to live their own life and do whatever works for them. Um, But I'm just saying, if that's your argument of men should be providers, then provide. But you don't get to sit there and pee, poop, and piss down your leg whenever women go after providers. And they don't just go after guys that spend eight hours in the gym. Ah, I got some people riled up with that one, I'm sure. But that's the tea. Um, And also, speaking of that's the tea, that's also the end of the episode. Thank you so much. Um, If you've made it this far... I love ya. And if you haven't already, if this is your first episode, or um, if you just haven't done it yet, even though I tell you damn near every episode to do it, um, follow the Just Being Silly Instagram. It is at Just Being Silly Pod. Follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and rate it five stars while you're there. Maybe even leave a nice comment. I don't know if you can leave comments on Spotify, but I Definitely think you can on Apple Podcasts. You know, say something nice. Say, love ya, love you so much, love the podcast. You know, something something sweet. Um, yeah, so thanks so much for listening. I love you so much, and I will talk to you later. Okay, bye.